0: hey guys welcome (laughs) back to the illest podcast uh it's me roni and my co-host will what's What's up up. (laughs) um we have three special guests with us today i know we've never done three but it's a big day for us um uh, i wanted you guys to actually introduce yourselves and maybe tell us a little bit about your story um so whoever wants to start. can just Yeah, just
1: start play. out with like your names and then uh, we'll go on from there. Yeah. Who do we have here?
2: Um, I'm Colin Jesse. I am a sophomore at Virginia Tech um, and everyone here is involved in the Virginia Tech Relay for Life. So I'll pass it over to my other co-exec, uh, Aaron.
3: I'm Aaron Nihill. I'm a senior at Virginia Tech. Um, like Colin said, I'm his co-exec for the Survivor Caregiver team. And yeah, we're all part of Relay for Life.
1: Aaron. Sweet.
4: Yeah. And I'm Aaron Burns. I'm a senior at Virginia Tech and I am one of their committee members for the Relay for Life committee.
0: Very cool. Um, can you guys tell us, I know that you're survivors, cancer survivors, if you could tell us like a little bit about your cancer journey and where you're at right now.
2: Um, yeah I can go first. Um, so I was diagnosed with testicular cancer uh, when I was 17 years old, um, going into my senior year of high school, I went through three months of chemotherapy, um, pretty extensive, I was on three different types of chemo and total of four surgeries. um, From about October to April, throughout my whole entire senior year. Luckily, I was able to graduate, got accepted Virginia Tech while I was going through treatment and Rest is history. I was declared cancer-free in April after my last surgery, and just recent checkups and everything's been fine. Sweet,
3: well, that's awesome.
1: Congratulations!
3: Thank yeah. you. Um, again, I'm one of the errands. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> my story is a little different. Um, back in 2001, so when I was only two, I was diagnosed with retinoblastoma, uh, which is like a really super rare form of eye cancer. Um, and so it all kind of happened really really quick because it was progressing really fast and so they had to do a new num- a nucleation or a removal of my right eye so since then i've had a prosthetic for what is it like 17 18 years now um mm-hmm. but kind of since then besides other obviously vision issues but other than that i've been good since then
1: that's wicked
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> that's, that's wicked
3: true.
4: yeah
1: all right yeah. second erin <laughs>
4: Um, So I was diagnosed with APL, like a form of leukemia, two years ago, um, spring of my freshman year at Virginia Tech. I um, started treatment immediately that April. So April through December, I went through like over 100 rounds of chemo. um, And then like December of that year, I was finished and in remission and I've been in remission ever since
0: wow another w there
1: let's go congratulations everybody Thanks. dude this is what i'm talking about <laughs> like group of survivors chilling.
0: wait i have a question apl thats a subtype of aml right yes yeah yeah okay i had aml okay okay cool that's it that's all <laughs> that's all i had to say about that
1: okay. also just curious question uh erin Nihil, uh what is it like having a prosthetic eye and Give us a little de- dip dive into what yeah. that's like, uh, like I'm sure you know being two years old, you're like practically used to it, right? right. It's not even like a right. thing that phases you anymore, but what's that kind of like?
3: Well, the number one question that people always ask is like, does it come out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does it, it does <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so I am from Northern Virginia, and my family like uber lucked out um there's not a lot of doctors who make prosthetic eyes, obviously, it's not like a huge need. Um, mm-hmm. but we lucked out and like one of the best doctors in the area is in my hometown um, so like people travel all the time to see him but we lucked out so I've always done like yearly sometimes like a little bit more often checkups cool. where he takes out we clean it yep I wrote my college essay um, on maturing by learning how to take it out myself so I think You're that nice. helped me get in there we go yeah um, but yeah I think you know since it was from a uh, young age it hasn't Like, I mean, I don't remember those parts kind of, and sometimes it is apparent to me, like you come up on my right side, I can't see you, uh, those sort of Mm -hmm. things, but um, definitely something that I've gotten used to. And I mean, it's part of my daily life, but definitely something that I've just gotten used to.
1: That's cool. Yeah, Yeah. That's just something we've never discussed and talked about. So (laughs) I thought it'd be cool to kind of give people a clue in on what's going on there. So
3: Mm -hmm, for sure.
0: Um, Okay. So I wanted to ask you guys some questions about Relay for Life. Um, if you could sort of tell us what is Relay for Life, that would be great. Any one of you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so basically Relay for Life, uh, it's a massive year-long fundraiser uh, that all the proceeds go towards the American Cancer Society. And here at Virginia Tech, we're the number one collegiate relay in the country. Yeah. And so that's going on for 11 years now let's go Um, and so basically we have different events throughout the whole entire year raising different money normally uh in the non-covid world we would have booths that we would go to basically almost every week that we set up on the drill field passing out flyers getting people to sign up go to the events that we host Um, and then Mm -hmm. basically that whole entire build up leads to a massive event in April. And so, basically, all the teams that sign up, all the fraternities, sororities, anybody Mm -hmm. else, all the families, we have survivors, we have caregivers come out, and we just are all on the drill field, which is basically just in the center of our campus, and it's a massive field we set up. We have speakers come out, we have a concert, and we have survivor walks, and it's like a massive, basically, party festival um, that we just walk around, raise money, um, and to. I was gonna it's
0: say, good, so. I, I was like looking it up uh, when we first started talking, and it just looked like a huge party, yeah. but also it of money for cancer patients, which is like the best kind of party. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it's definitely. I would. I would definitely describe
1: it as a party. It's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, wish we could be there like now we have uh, a
1: <laughs> yeah in indiana we have a similar thing but it's it, well like i know relay for lifes are kind of anywhere but like have, you guys have probably heard of like dance marathon yeah. yeah
3: yeah
1: yeah so like we just have dance marathon here which is I a very care. i feel like okay roni <laughs> okay. uh <Dance> marathon, <laughs> literally what they explained just for like a different cause or like a hospital or something like that
0: right but people like, are dancing
1: uh i mean yeah it's just like a fundraising event where um usually they dance it it totally depends on school like they get speakers and everything and like survivors and stuff like that but they'll have events games different things going on food and then i think the idea is to like dance for a 24-hour period of time right or just like party something like that (laughs) but and you just like hang out with survivors and stuff it's cool
0: that's so cool yeah okay um what made you guys, i mean i assume it was the fact that you're survivors but like what made you guys want to join relay for life how did you get into it um how did you learn about it
2: Aaron, you can go. any of oh. you oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> fixing it up
3: okay um well for me um obviously kind of from a young age like cancer is really impactful in my life and um um like growing up we kind of did like events things like that like went to things like that um and then when I got to college um actually I'll give a quick shout out Katie Casmasina our director she's the one who hooked me up with Relay but um she I met her last year and kind of through talking she was like let's get you in this and so I'd been studying abroad last fall and uh, when I came back in the spring I jumped in as the fundraising co-executive Um, So I just kind of went for it. I was halfway through. I was fish out of water. I had no idea what was going on. Um, But I, um, three years ago, my grandfather moved in with my family here um, to get cancer treatment. And um, it all kind of took new meaning for me this year. Um, We lost him back in June. Uh, So just kind of a combination of like my family history with that and him and uh, kind of other family and friends that we've lost. Like it just kind of it's kind of for them and the fact that I'm still here and then that way so
0: yeah that's amazing I'm I'm so sorry for your loss thank you yeah
3: um do any
0: does anyone else want to say why they got into it or yeah I I can real quick
4: um so my freshman year it was just like the thing like it's a big thing at Virginia Tech like you sign up for really for life like everyone's like really involved in it which is really cool so I did that um and then I actually ended up getting sick, and my diagnosis, like, this day um, was actually on, like, the day of Relay for Life my freshman year, Um, Um, and then, so then, obviously, like, sophomore year going into Relay, um, I was a survivor, and so it, again, like Erin said, it took on new meaning for me, and it, like, it really hit
0: home. Wait, so you were part of it before you were
4: diagnosed? Yes, so I was, like, I had signed Um, up, and I was, like, kind of fundraising, um, because I was, like, this is something, like, awesome to get involved in like at Virginia Tech like as a freshman um and then like the, I didn't actually get to attend the
0: event because at that point I was in the hospital
1: well oh, yeah
0: man. well that's amazing honestly that you did it without even you know yeah having had cancer in the first place It's awesome we need more people like that in this world <laughs> um so did you guys raise money for Relight yourselves or
3: help fundraise or something yeah so, so
2: okay. if <laughs> yeah, if you want it you got it
3: um basically how it works is um it's kind of you know you work towards it for the whole year and so we um colin and i are on one team it's like the exec has a team so there's about like 30 ish of us so as a team mm-hmm. we're you know working a fundraise so individually i'm working a fundraise so family friends all that kind of stuff but elsewise it's you know as a team and then as a whole entire event um and so like colin was kind of saying earlier a lot of the fundraisers we do kind of throughout the year and obviously it. Looks a lot different this year, virtual stuff, um, yeah. but still kind of the same thing. So it's just raising money, sure individually, but it's more about you know that big number. And I think our goal this year is four hundred and fifty thousand. Does that sound right?
2: Four four hundred and eight, four
3: hundred nine, four hundred nine. My thousand. bad. Let's nice. Yeah. four hundred fifty. Hey, for <laughs> the, the stars. Hey, I said <laughs> it. I said it. Yeah, um, for the stars. But yeah, Wait. so it's just kind of working towards like the main day, but along the way fundraising.
0: So. I imagine it's been much harder during COVID to raise money. So is your goal much lower than it has been in the past?
2: Yeah. That's why I misspoke. My bad. (laughs) Yeah. Last year, I think it was 500,000. It was 500,000 last year. And um, we didn't hit that because COVID hit right as we were Mm -hmm. about to ramp up everything. Um, So we didn't have like an in-person event. We had our very first virtual event. Um, and so we decided to shoot a little lower this year because we really have no idea what it's going to look like. Yeah. Um, but we're actually surpassing most of the numbers that we have in the previous years, like, where we are at, like, um, at this point of the year than we have been in the other points in the years. Um, like, in previous years, we've, yeah. like, surpassed those numbers already. So I don't know how. <laughs> we're just our, – our team Our team this year is just great. Um really? couldn't ask for a better one.
1: Yeah, I was I, what is so you guys keep bringing up like fundraising is different this year obviously cuz covid and you're doing virtual events. What what is what does a virtual event look like? You know, what are you guys doing during those? Yeah. Is it just like a Zoom call where you hang out? Are these like Facebook lives that you have going on? Like what what does that look like in a post-covid world? It sounds like we're having an apocalypse, <laughs> but you know, <laughs>
3: basically. Um, Pretty
2: much. So last year, I can I can say it. Uh, last
1: year. I got it. I
3: got it Aaron. Okay, I'm just going to go. Um,
2: <laughs> no, so last year when basically we got our event canceled, um, we were all really heartbroken because we worked so hard. And so basically we took like a week to like grieve over that loss. And then we just got back to work of trying to figure out what a, uh, like an online only event would look like and so basically it was through the course of like three or four days um, and each day kind of represented a different part of what Relay Life for Life stood for and so we had one day that was strictly fundraising then we had another day that was survivors and so basically um, I and other survivors that are involved in Relay for Life recorded videos and we basically edited those and then like, sent them out, and we post them, like, Instagram, and so basically, it wasn't really, like, a unified, like, massive Zoom meeting during a time, okay. it was more of just, like, a social media push, okay, and so we had a, um, we had, like, a marathon-type deal, too, yeah, and so people would run during quarantine, and, yeah, like, yeah. you would raise that, that like, that was, oh, it was so bad <laughs> and so we would like raise that much money um of like how much we ran and it was okay it was it, it was very successful was. we pulled it off yeah. really well yeah um but it was hard but you're really yeah hard. i mean
1: i can imagine you guys were scrambling at the we end of that yeah, just to be okay. really, like pick up all the pieces you know as yeah. as we all were but yeah
0: ugh. so i actually i was i was hoping you guys could explain the money that you guys raise. what does it go towards exactly like, we know cancer patients, but, like, do you know, like, what it's doing? <laughs> like, is it research? Is it um, emotional support? Like, where is it going?
3: Yeah, so our Real Life for Life is linked with the American Cancer Society. So all of that money that we're raising is going directly to them for research, for treatment. Um, a lot of things that, like, we promote when we're doing fundraising things is, so a Hope Lodge um, is somewhere that cancer patients and a caregiver can stay while they're doing treatment and it costs uh, like $50 um, per person essentially. And so sometimes when we do fundraising pushes, it's like, okay, raise $50 and you personally are funding a night at a Hope or somebody So a lot of the stuff, like when we do fundraising, it's kind of directly, okay, let's raise. I think last year we had a push um, to raise money for like a research grant. And so we're like, okay, today our goal is X amount. And that money is going to go directly to this research grant. So sometimes okay. we break okay. it down kind of into exactly what we're looking for, but kind of all in all, it's for the American Cancer Society for their research and their funding and things like that. That's so important.
1: No, it's good that you're like, yeah, giving the audience an idea of where their money's actually going. Because right. a yeah. lot of people just donate freely today and they don't even know where it yeah, goes. They don't even know like...
0: Or if it's legit or anything, but right. I can probably late for like this. But I do <laughs> where it's going. Um, my other question, which sort of, um, going back to an answer that you gave earlier about, like, the different roles that someone can have. I, there's, like, a survivor role and, like, captain, I believe. You so. I might have made that up. I'm not sure if you can use those roles. <laughs> and- yeah.
2: So our Relay for Life, Evergreen Tech, is kind of laid out. Um, so you have like, we have three directors, Justin, Megan, and Katie. Um, and then underneath those, we have a whole team of executives. And so it's there's, like, 30-something yeah. execs. Um And that's what Aaron and I are, and then usually every two execs have their own separate committee okay, and so Aaron burns is yeah. on our committee, and we have i think seven other people on our committee Wow um and so we in all in all we have like over a hundred something people, one relay for life like committee just um, alone, from, yeah from
3: your school, yeah, from yeah. Your it's all oh, from
2: just from virginia tech yeah so,
3: so people who are not in college cannot be so in so your college. they couldn't be on exec or committee or anything that is like strictly for virginia tech students but they can totally come to the event fundraise for the event sign up for an event like i made my whole family you know like sign up for the yeah, event yeah. you know it's my, things like that my so whole not matter where and
0: you are up. so we can join the party yeah <laughs> obviously <cool>. exactly
2: yes <laughs> yes definitely okay, cool
4: what were you saying oh i was just saying like my whole family like came and joined in like my sophomore year for really for life i made them all sign up <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: amazing. So, like, how many people are showing up at this event, right? Like, if this is the biggest in the country, I I know how big dance marathons get. Like, blow my mind. Where are we at here? Well, uh,
3: I'm not good with the numbers. But the thing that's hard to gauge is that it's 12 hours. So, Mm -hmm. 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. You're probably going to get the most people 7, 8 p.m., right, probably. But
1: yeah, Yeah.
2: I don't know. We had, (laughs) I know, 2016 was the biggest year, I know. We raised like almost five hundred thousand dollars or over five hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think we had like five thousand plus participants. That's perfect. Sign up at least. Um, And so I'm sure probably four thousand of them came. No, yeah. I remember I was at that I was at that Relay for Life when I was in middle school because my sister came here.
1: Uh, <laughs> there you go,
2: and so that's how I really started getting involved in Relay for Life here at Tech was just through my sister. Um, my little like thirteen year old <laughs> self was like roaming around the drill field. Heck right? oh, love- yeah!
0: So also before you were diagnosed,
2: yes, yes, I love
0: that
2: because um, I yeah I went to I was involved in Relay for Life like we had a middle school team and then through high school we also had a team Mm -hmm. and so I was kind of involved in all that because like I had aunts and uncles passed away from cancer and just some friends from church and stuff also get diagnosed and so then I had no idea anything was going to happen to me um and then senior year I was just hit with a brick wall um and then when I came to tech I was like oh yeah like I know we have a really big like Relay for Life here like I'm gonna get involved and then it completely changed
1: my life that's so. that's nuts yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: so question um for someone so i um am disabled i like the cancer made it i'm like weak so i can't like do this whole walk i don't really know how how much you're walking or not but like how can someone like me get involved is it just yeah. like donate like what am i doing well
3: so <laughs> first off everybody always thinks it's just kind of funny everybody always thinks oh really for like crap like I have to run like I hate running heck no don't sign me up (laughs) that's not what it is like you totally can um the way that they like line up the drill field there's like booths and it like kind of makes a track but that is like you get to choose if you're gonna walk or run or anything it's more about kind of being there the speakers the entertainment um team so there's a bunch of teams that like sign up and that's how you fundraise and they each get a booth on the night of and they can like sell cookies you know kind of like sell whatever and that's another way to fundraise the night of that's cool
1: um
3: something really awesome that the three of us do for our um committee we'll have to see how it works this year but we put on the survivor caregiver banquet um so we rent out a space in blacksburg and we invite as many possible people as we can essentially and we like put on this whole dinner and have speakers and like it's a really really cool way for survivors to interact with each other caregivers us to interact with them and then um at the event it's health we have like a survivor lap and everybody like cheers on as like those people get to do one lap sort of thing so it's not super running based or anything so i wouldn't worry about that (laughs) (laughs) you can totally just hang out and chill and like watch everything happen
0: that was that's, the most important question I had to do that. <laughs> my
2: family
4: um, literally thought it was a race. They kept calling it the race. And I was like, no, like, that's not what it is. <laughs> oh, I would
2: that
4: race.
1: They're like, we are not yeah. prepared. I, I haven't been training. I haven't yeah. trained my 5K yeah. this year. Like, what am I going to do? I was like,
4: no, it's like a party.
1: <laughs> that's, I was about to party this sounds like it almost like a culture in Virginia. Like this is, this is a huge deal. It doesn't sound like it's something that it's that you can just be a part of. It sounds like in order to be anything of someone or a person, you have to be a part of Relay for Life, you know, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Colin, you're involved in middle school, Aaron, you're involved before Mm -hmm. cancer even affects you. It's like, you know, these, this is something that is really cool that I wish could be like, a bigger thing, right, Roni, like, to where people are working to uh, positively impact a lot of people and, like, advocate, fundraise for different groups. It doesn't even have to be Mm -hmm. cancer-related, you know? Um, I just think that's really cool. I I like how Virginia Tech's kind of made that a a staple of the Virginia Tech experience. Yeah,
3: and I think that's, like, one of the coolest things about it, like, on the night of, like, on the drill field, seeing the amount of people there and, like, knowing that, Like, there's a reason that everybody's there. Like, there's some type of, like, connection here amongst everyone. And, like, they talk about Virginia Tech, like, being a hokey. Like, it just really means something. And that is, like, such a perfect example of it, of, like, all these people coming together for this event. And even throughout the whole year, kind of.
0: So you were saying how you guys fundraise all year. But when does the event, is is it one time a year the
3: event?
2: Yeah, so we have one big event once a year. Um, April 10th and so that's that that's that's April, yeah, that's it April. April 10th? 10th okay that's where I want to be able to- heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's yes. go yeah.
0: oh my god I, yes. I really hope COVID is is kind of taken care of by then uh, where it's safe enough to like go there travel
2: yeah it's it's really up in the air we're still talking about it every meeting about what's going to look like and trying to figure out the different plans so we have multiple plans on set. Yeah, just One in case, like. like plan B, you know. C, D, yeah. E, F, G. We, yeah, D's, we have plans A like, through Z. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's probably so intense and all. It that reminds that. me of like it's...
1: the SpongeBob scene where Plankton like gets out the manila folder, Plan Z or whatever. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> just me, that didn't get it. Didn't <laughs> it. Yeah. I <laughs> either,
1: So I was out of it too. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I anyways i okay. I guess what I want people listening to get from this entire episode really is the fact that um uh, regardless of where you are what you're doing there's ways to uh, help out I guess you could say I feel like we've we've kind of beat a dead horse with word fundraise, advocate, yeah. and different things like that, but there's just a way that you can help um cancer patients if you're interested in that other than just um you know, by the fundraising things you can help put on this event. You could be a committee member at your college. You could start your own, you know, uh, relay for life with there. I'm sure there's a way to get connected with the American cancer society, um, to do that. And so I guess what I'm really hoping listeners can understand is just that no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, um, there's always a way to help somebody and there's always a way to help other people. And it doesn't have to be just cancer. It can be, um, mental health. It can be, um, domestic violence it can be whatever it may be um
0: yeah so people can do it you don't have to be in college
1: um, oh true yeah you can be yeah. an individual yeah. yeah
2: anybody anybody can create a Really for Real life profile and fundraise on their own. that's cool you don't have to be a- affiliated with anything I do that. Uh, you can really just create one mm-hmm. and just start fundraising and reach out to people awesome yeah. absolutely yeah.
0: um do you guys have any questions for us by the way before we wrap it up here
2: i don't know do we i don't
3: know i mean i think i'm just interested in hearing more about you too like in your stories just really quick
1: for sure Sure. Rony, hit it off me
3: okay so i um
0: was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia when i was uh 15 first week of high school so i um went through treatment i did um like eight different rounds of chemo i believe and then so i missed all of high school so i was living in the hospital during this time and I relapsed and had to get a had start another round of chemo, really aggressive one, total body radiation, and a stem cell transplant, which had a lot of side effects. So I was paralyzed from the waist down for a few years, uh, still sort of relearning how to walk. Um, I had to replace three joints and probably have to replace like all of the rest in my body. Um, just a lot of side effects that I won't get into now cause everyone's heard it so many times in this podcast, but, but basically, uh, and then I also had melanoma also probably as a side effect of the radiation three years ago. Um, but I found it stage one, stage one B and it was fine They just you know, surgically removed it and I'm good. Nice. We'll hit on that.
1: Yeah, I'll hit it off. Um, long story short i got diagnosed with all leukemia um the summer of my junior year of college uh i haven't finished my senior year i went through chemo chemo wasn't working i did car t cell therapy which is like genetically modifying your cells um to kill leukemia that got me in remission for six months um relapsed again so now we're fighting leukemia for a second time so in June uh we'd get another dose of CAR T cells those put me back in remission for another 2 months but then I relapsed for the third time thanks a lot leukemia <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah uh ended up having to get a stem cell transplant from my sister she was a 50% match and I just did that in f- February 7th uh, I spent 4 or 5 months trying to get my body back into remission level um so like a remission level because uh, i had to do like immunotherapies and chemo just wasn't working for me so it took a lot longer for me to get that stem cell but um yeah we're here we're about nine months out and yeah kind of just doing our thing amazing i (laughs) guess
0: sorry not mine i'm like i'm amazing amazing.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> I guess the okay. last thing I, I want to ask you guys is is there anything you guys want to like pitch thoughts you want to get out you know mm-hmm. do you want to shout out plug this event for people that are listening you know I don't know we don't know where you're going to put this or where you guys are sending this we're obviously going to post it to our our show and on to Apple Podcasts and Spotify is there anything you guys want to say or get out there before we end the show
3: well I think sign yeah up, you uh, should oh, you yeah. sign, sign up, up for
1: VT Relay, VT Relay. okay
3: vtrelay.org <laughs>
2: great okay China. we'll link that you guys are obviously yeah gonna come. oh yeah. yeah anybody can sign up to okay anybody you don't have to like be affiliated with virginia tech at all yeah you can literally just sign up for it and we're talking um, yeah
1: even people like nationwide like this doesn't have to be like you could be in california you don't have to attend the event necessarily you can still fundraise for them though and like absolutely blow yeah. their blow their goal out of the water so let's yes, do it please. Um, <laughs> please please <laughs> please, <laughs> please
0: thank you guys so much for joining us thank you, um, thank, yeah, you thank you guys you so for much. having
1: us this is great yeah, yeah thanks for coming uh, on
0: share this with the world right now like this is our goal in life to like just make yeah. cancer patients lives better in any way and this is uh and a good way to do that yeah yeah good way to start yeah for sure well um yeah thank you so much <laughs> thank you guys
1: yeah we'll catch you guys later <laughs> thank, thank you thank well, you
0: for listening you. stay ill, you guys Stay Ill.